There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. Yo, welcome back to Coolin' Out. We are back another week. It's Kev. And it's Rel. We got uh, phenomenal, talented artists with us. R&B singer, pianist. What else you do? There's it it a lot in there. <laughs> I sing, play piano, I'm a music educator. Mm. Cindy Rain, thank you so Welcome. much for, for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So um, what we normally like to do is give people a little time, just tell people about themselves. Like if you had like a quick little blurb, who are you? I'm Cindy Rain. This is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Cindy Rain. Like I said, I, I'm a singer, songwriter, um, a music educator. I'm from Brooklyn. I've been singing my entire life. And, you know, my, my goal is to just uplift people with music in mm. whatever way I can, whether it's like in a piano lesson or a voice lesson or with the music that I write or with a performance. That's like, that's my goal. Gotcha. We're going to let's start. In the beginning, and then we're gonna lead all the way up to your latest EP, The Mask, because I listened to it, phenomenal. But let's Thanks. let's start in the beginning. So, um, your inspirations, like when did you first start singing? What who inspired you, or what inspired you to start singing? So, I some of my earliest memories are of me just singing at the top of my lungs to whatever music my parents were playing in the house. So like there was a lot of Michael Jackson, there was like, you know, Whitney Houston, and I just remember just singing all the time. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I was maybe about eight, I joined the church choir and got a few solos. I was like, hmm, maybe I'm mm. maybe I'm pretty good at this. Starting on no. <laughs> but I remember like I was in the the junior choir and I remember uh listening to the senior choir and their harmony and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is everything. Like I need to learn how to do this. I just need to be doing music." Mm -hmm. I knew I knew in elementary school that I wanted to do music. Gotcha. Do you come from like a a family that's like, you know, based in music? Like can your parents sing or anything like that? My parents are hobbyists. So like mm. they'll sing in the occasional church choir once every several years but they're not musicians mm. um but fortunately you know they nurtured my talents like my mother signed me up for piano lessons when i was 12 mm. and <laughs> the rest is history it's funny because she she thought it was gonna be a hobby and then i was like yeah but i really want to do this and yeah. my parents they were like wait what so we have to keep paying for this <laughs> <laughs> oh look we thought this was a one-off thing oh. Do we really care about this? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, that's what's up. So um, 
you play piano, you start like you start singing. When was the first time you realized I'm really good at this? Like I can really, I can sing. Was it one of your church solos where people were like, "Oh my God, that's a phenomenal." <laughs> um, I think it was middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a talent show that the dance teacher would put on, and um, she invited me to audition. So I auditioned, and I sang Everything by Mary J. Blige. And she was like, you can really sing. And I was like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I did the show, and afterwards, like my classmates and my peers, they would come up to me and be like, girl, you you did your thing. And I was just like, yes. Who, me? Really? Yes. Oh, I guess I, I, guess I must be good at yes. this. <laughs> I think I want to win a Grammy one day. I want to be a singer. I'm really going to do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> And you just been pursuing it ever since then? Like, have you taken like vocal lessons, things of that nature? So when I went to college, um, my major was voice and piano. So I have. Wow. Oh, I didn't know was a major. Oh, yes. You said it first because I was like, oh. So it's a music major with a concentration in whatever instrument. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, and then, wow. like, I continued taking voice lessons even after my degree was over. And actually, a few years ago, I had a uh, pretty. I had a couple of pretty bad vocal injuries, and I found this teacher, Jeanette Levetri, who like nursed my voice back to health. And so, like that was the whole the vocal lesson journey for me. Mm. What is a vocal less like? What's a vocal injury like? Yeah. Oh, a vocal injury. Okay, so your vocal folds kind of flap together like that. Uh huh. People can't hear this on the podcast, but when they kind of bang together with more trauma, it kind of causes the equivalent of a corn. Like on your feet when you're when you have shoes that are too small and there's like this friction over time, like yeah. you get bumps on your feet. Same thing happens with your with your vocal folds. When you so, strain it, like how does that yeah. come about? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so when you're singing with strain, like like you mentioned, or like when your technique isn't solid, that tends to happen. So whereas the vocal folds are supposed to come together cleanly, mm-hmm. we have like little bumps and there's like all this air escaping. So there was a, a period of time where like my voice would just squeak. I'd be like, and it would just do all sorts of craziness. But, you know, thankfully, like I was able to get rid of that without any surgery. Cause you know, you hear a lot about singers having vocal injuries and having to do surgery, and thankfully I avoided all of that. What does that come from, like straining your voice in the sense of like trying to hit very high notes, or? (laughs) That means yes. (laughs) So no, it's not about singing high notes, it's about how you try to approach those high notes. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think. How much time do you have for the explanation? Nah, you good. Yeah, it's good. your world, queen. <laughs> you all are right. here. This all, is I, like... all I do is ask questions. <laughs> We're about to have a mini vocal lesson right now. So in the bottom of your range, we have what's called chest voice. It's like speech-based singing. So if I were to go, ah, that's right, on chest voice, right? And then at Light the... work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> then the higher notes, you know, you transition into head voice. We have, ooh, it sounds more operatic. It sounds <clears> light <throat> and fluffy, right? Mm-hmm. So there's supposed to be a transition from chest voice to head voice. It's called your passaggio or the passageway. So right. without any kind of vocal lesson, this is what the average voice will do. Ah, 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 ah. And mm. there's like that little break there. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't sound good. Like people don't like that. <laughs> no, no one wants to hear that in the context of a song. Sounds good to me. Right? <laughs> so most classically based voice lessons will teach you to get rid of that break mm-hmm. by bringing head voice down. So you'll go, ha, 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 
which is great for like classical music, uh, legit musical theater, which is like the older style musical theater. But if you're singing like R&B, gospel, like stuff where you're expected to like belt, yeah. it doesn't really do you very much good. So what um. most people will do is just push just chest voice up mm-hmm. as loud <laughs> as possible and mm. as high as possible. So it's kind of like, ah, and that over time will kill your throat. Oh. So... A lot of times, like, audiences like to hear singers sing loud and high. It's just impressive. So a lot of songs are written really loud and really high, Mm -hmm. and a lot of singers don't have the technique to be able to do that in a healthy way. And it may sound good for a while, but you take that on tour. You take that on the road for for years, and eventually your throat is just like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned earlier your technique was flawed. What do you do now? How do you correct that? So what I learned how to do is called mixing, and it's like combining chest voice and head voice so mm-hmm. that you're able to hit the higher notes with strength but without, like, screaming. <laughs> so, for example, it sounds like this. Ah, that wasn't even the best example. I need to do that one more time. Ah, <laughs> There we go. Okay. Gotcha. I see what you did there. I see the vision. So, <laughs> I see the vision. <laughs> so, yeah, because I'm able to do that, now I can hit higher notes in the context of a song and not have my voice go all over the place and do craziness. Mm. What do you typically do to prep your voice when you have like an upcoming gig, set, show? Um, I'll just warm up. So there are vocal exercises that I'll do. Um, that like will kind me. Yeah, mm. that kind of stuff. Just to like balance my voice and, and just have it be predictable. Because <laughs> like I didn't warm up today. So when I just, you know, gave you those examples, I was like, hmm, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if I take the time to warm up before I'm singing, then I can, I know what's going to come out of my mouth and I can rely mm-hmm. <laughs> on this sound. Don't worry, these are untrained. (laughs) Untrained. I was like, oh, okay, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry about that. Um, So let's. uh, I would love to talk more about like your music making process. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm assuming you do you write all of your own songs. I do. Okay, so what's that process like? Because I don't want to go too deep into your your EP yet, but all five of those songs had like somewhat of a different feel to it. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure out like, what is your, your, your songwriting process? If you could go a little bit in, you know, in depth about that. So it depends. Sometimes a lyric will just drop into my head randomly throughout the day. Sometimes a melody will drop into my head randomly throughout the day. Sometimes I'll sit at the piano and I'll just start playing chords and the lyrics and the chord and the melody and everything just comes out together. Um, I used to write to tracks. Um, I've, I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Irresistible Me was written to a pre-existing track. Gotcha. Um, Hell No... That's my shit. <laughs> the first half of it, like everything other than the bridge, was written to a track from, why is this man's name escaping me? Um, I'll remember it later, but it, he's a, a Johnny Hammond, <laughs> 70s okay. uh, organ slash piano player. So um, that track is called Tell Me What To Do off of his Gears album. So yeah, I wrote the beginning of that song to that and then 
So part of my, part of the reason why I generally don't write to tracks is because I don't like loops. Like I like to, I like the chords to go somewhere. I don't like my songs to be predictable. So after, you know, we've got this verse in the chorus and we've been hearing the same chords, I'm like, all right, it's time to write something else. So I yeah. go sit at the piano and I'm like, okay, where can I take this? Um, sometimes it takes me a really long time to write. Sometimes the songwriting process is really long and painstaking. It, it, I, I liken it to balancing equations in chemistry class. where. So <laughs> with balancing <laughs> equations, if you do something to one side of the equation, you have to do, you know, you have to do something to the other side of the equation to balance it out. Mm -hmm. With songwriting, if I decide I want to change one word in the first verse, then that may end up changing a word in the second verse because it all has to fit together. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, sometimes it's a long process, like where it ends took me a month to write. Um, and then sometimes it's almost like I channel the song. Like I just start writing and the song writes itself. And I'm like, oh, that's where we're going? Okay, that's where we're going. Mm -hmm. So like The Mask, I wrote in 45 minutes. Mm, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. How do you know when it's right? How do you know like, okay, this line fits here? How do you know just a feel? Like, yeah, you just know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like there are signs that it's not right. So if it's too wordy, mm -hmm. it's not right. If the syllables don't fit properly mm -hmm. it's not right if it's a redundant and it, you know i've basically said the same thing before it's not right mm -hmm. um i took a songwriting class years ago and the teacher basically said like every line is important real estate mm -hmm. so you know you just want to make sure that the words that you're choosing are the exact right words that express this emotion and that you're saying it like as creatively as as possible and as concisely as possible. Um, so yeah, that's songwriting. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. All right. So, I mean, you already started talking about your latest EP, the mask. So mm -hmm. we might as well just let's dive into it. Like <clears throat> these songs, I'm assuming, like, are they from like a per personal experiences? Like how do you, Every Every last one, one of them are from personal experiences. Gotcha. <laughs> so something like I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Resistible me, like... I'm sure it seems like a very empowering track. Well, it doesn't seem like it is a very empowering track. So, like, what, what were you feeling when you wrote that? <laughs> um, it's ironic because I I was in a situationship. I had been uh, talking to this guy for months. And, uh, you know, like, it was cool for him to talk to me, but he didn't want to, like, actually date me. And for months, I'm like, yo, what's wrong with me? Take me. <laughs> and uh, I felt like, you know, if I could be confident, then I would be good enough. So I kind of wrote the song from that place. And, mm-hmm. and it eventually ended up evolving um, because I, I finished the song years after that situation ship was over. Mm. Um, and I was in more of a space where I was kind of like, okay. There is nothing wrong with me. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if other people don't agree, mm-hmm. like, I'm still pretty dope. Yeah. So would you, I, what I took from that is essentially it started as an illusion of confidence. You were trying to give yourself to, like, you know, why doesn't this person want me? But then it evolved to, nah, fuck that. I really am dope. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell myself I'm dope and everyone else should know I'm dope as well. <laughs> is that an accurate description of yes, what you just is. said to people? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. What was the toughest song on you emotionally to write? The Mask. Mm. Why? Yeah. Why? Um, Especially two-part. Why, but then also I'm asking why on a deeper scale because you said that was the one you wrote the quickest. 45 minutes is what you told me. Yes. <laughs> the Mask is the most honest song on the EP. Mm. So I think every other song on the EP, there's still an element of like trying to keep it together. The Mask was finally when I was like, nope, I'm a mess. And <laughs> like, I'm just tired and I cry all the time and I'm sensitive. So there, like mm. there it is. That's very surprising to me. Not the fact that, you know, you may or may not be a mess or cry a lot. I feel like the most, what I like emotionally, here's where it ends is where I was like, wow. Like I felt a lot of emotion in that song. So I had to go back and put the emotion in Ah. in the recording process because like I said, in all the rest of these songs, there's an element of keeping it together. So Where It Ends was written about the same situationship that um, Mm -hmm. Irresistible Me was about. Mm -hmm. And it was like me coming to terms with the fact that, you know, okay, so while... I did feel like he led me on. Like, I have to take personal responsibility in this because, like, when you stick around where you're not wanted for months and months and months and months and months, like, that's on you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But at no point in this song do I come to terms with the emotion of, man, this really sucks that he doesn't like me. This hurts. It really hurts to me to feel like I've been led, led on a string. 
I went straight to, no, I'm taking personal responsibility. This is over. I'm mm. done. So, like, I had to, like, like dig back and, like, find the pain of, okay, like, this mm -hmm. sucked. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put that emotion into the song. Mm -hmm. But Versus it's not in the, the lyrics itself. Where it's yeah. like, this is 100% brutal honesty. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. huh. I can see that. Well, either way, here's where it ends as fired. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as a listener, like, what do you want me to take away from your project? I want you to take away that the full range of emotion is okay. Mm. So, like, you know, sometimes it's going to be very uh, strong and, you know, like, about setting boundaries. Sometimes it's going to be about, you know, just coming to terms with the truth of who you are. Sometimes it's sadness. Sometimes it's, you know, like, giving up a person you don't want to necessarily give up. But at the end of the day, it's all self-love. It's just all different facets of self-love. So, so I would ask, how much have you changed from the person that started the project <laughs> to, the, to its completion? Where are oh, you now? Oh, man. So I started writing Irresistible Me. That was the first song that I wrote on the EP in 2012. Mm. Oh, damn. 2012, 2013. And like I mentioned before, like, it was a mask. It was like me trying to maybe be confident. And now I'm at the point where like I actually love myself and I'm living my best <laughs> life and I could not give a rat's ass about what anybody thinks about me. Like I finally got to that point. And it's taken a really long time. It's been a long process to finally get here. But mm -hmm. just the the way I interact with people is different. The way I treat myself is different mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just a whole another person mm -hmm. what was the gap in that time from when you started in 2012 to when you actually went back with the with the with a different approach for that song like what, what was that gap because 2012 is can you ask that question again please yeah because 2012 is like seven years ago mm -hmm. or eight when did you finish the song last year yeah. Okay, so there's a six-year gap in that. So when you initially started um, Irresistible Me, mm -hmm. coming from that, you know, that false, that false bravado, false confidence in 2012, when did you stop writing it? And then when did you, like, come back to it? When, when was that I'm coming back to it from a real place of I'm dope? Like, how long, how long of a gap was that? I'd say it took all of those years. It took every wow. single one of yeah. those years. It, and it was, it was a process. Like, every year I was inching more and more towards real confidence so like during that time do you just are you still recording are you still singing um i'm still singing i haven't written in a while right now i am just trying to make the most of this release mm -hmm. and trying no, no, to get I'm sorry. i meant in between that six-year gap uh-huh where you just stopped you put the pen down for a while. Were you still oh, writing? Or? Yeah, I was. I was definitely still writing. I was writing throughout this whole process. Okay. I, um, there are, and and of course there are songs that I wrote that never made it on the EP. So mm -hmm. for yeah, for all these years I was writing, 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 and then I picked the the songs that I felt mm. um, best like went together around this theme. And and the mask is the last song I wrote. It was mm -hmm. after the mask that I was like, oh. That's what ties all these songs together yeah. because I didn't, I didn't set out to write an EP called The Mask. I didn't set out to write songs about any specific theme. I was just writing about whatever was showing up in my life. Mm -hmm. And then 
in hindsight, I look back and I was like, oh, okay, this is what ties it all together. Got you. So based on uh, general consensus, general feedback that you've gotten back from people, what are some of the things that people have have taken away from your project? Mm, um, so some of the feedback that I've gotten is that it's very honest. Mm. Um, there was one person who reached out to me and said that, you know, she hadn't really felt connected to music in years, but when she listened to the EP, like, you know, she could finally feel again. So that was really wow. powerful for me to hear that. That's wrong, crazy. Um, and I think that that just speaks to the honesty of, of what I'm writing. Like when mm. I write, I'm not trying to please a specific audience. I'm just like, look, here's the truth. Take it or leave it. Yeah. I mean, I think people will definitely respect the honesty, even just like what you're just talking about, Irresistible Me, and how, you know, you you initially approached it a certain way, but then, you know, you finished it a certain way. Because a lot some people, like, not some people, a lot of people have this false bravado, like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, putting this confidence on to, to the external world, like, especially social media-wise, to be mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm doing, you know, everything is great. Winning, yeah. Everyone winning. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Ain't no one. Ain't no one got a down moment. <laughs> but um, nah. So I mean, that's that's that, that's dope. I I respect that. I respect the the project. I listen to it. I think it's phenomenal. Like, Thanks. listen to it multiple times, front and back. I think it's dope. Um, when did, when did, when did you release this project? October. Oh, okay. So it's fairly new. Have you been like performing it or anything like that? Not yet. I actually. Well, I shouldn't say that. Um, I did a release party in October and I performed it then. Um, and I just uh. Found a new band, <laughs> so we are like oh, you <laughs> We're like rehearsing Got a now new band. and getting you know our sets together so we can be performing this music more this year. Nice. Mm. So what's next? What's next? My goal is to be performing nationally and internationally. Um, I have an opportunity to perform in Switzerland this summer. So that's mm. definitely happening. Mm. Like the goal is coming into fruition. Nice. Talk to him. <laughs> you know, Switzerland. You ever been? Nah. Okay. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Nah, you, oh, you don't even know what that is. Okay. Talk to him. Go ahead. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to, not trying, I am. I'm in yeah. the process of creating a full tour around the Switzerland gig. Um, and then also got some opportunities to perform in L.A. So I'll be in L.A. this year. And just getting the word out about the EP, letting people mm. know that it's out, that I'm here. Um, so more people can be touched. Got you. This is, this is, is this your first project that you got? It is my first project. And it's crazy because I've been at this for many, many years. Like when I was 16, I was in basement studios around Brooklyn mm -hmm. trying to, you know, work on my demo. And uh, <laughs> Demo, I haven't heard that word. God knows yeah. how long. <laughs> and it's just taken this long for me to mm -hmm. have a project that I feel like accurately represents me musically. And sometimes that's what it's about. Some people just, you know, put something together, put it out. Whereas I think your project sounds very polished every song flows and um yeah it's just a very polished product um 
One thing I do notice when I like when I listen to music, I love like background vocal mm-hmm. vocals and just like I love full songs. Like and I, I feel like all of your songs sound very full. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, you know, give you props on that. Thank like you. I'm like, oh who in the back singing like that? <laughs> that's me. That's that's you? <laughs> yes, sound like a whole choir, that's you? <laughs> yeah. Nah, but yeah, man, I think the project is uh is is dope overall. I mean that's I mean I'm I'm good. Yeah. Um, what are your plans for future projects? Um, so there are a few producers that I'd like to work with in the future. Last year, so my family's from Trinidad. I was in Trinidad last year, and I connected with a producer out there. So I want to, um, you know, collaborate with him in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I'm really enjoying Afrobeats right now. So if I can figure out, like, an African connection. I have a couple African connections. We're going to need to, like, figure out how to get me on an Afrobeats track. That would be fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just continuing to expand musically. I, I also love choral music. So maybe experimenting with, like, different types of harmonies and, mm-hmm. and just seeing where I can take my music in the future. Nice. That's dope. You, no. you have anything you want to say to the people? Um. Yes, you do. <laughs> check out the mask. Check out yes, this movie on sorry, YouTube. My come phone on now. Ringing. I'm, I'm about like, to say, like, on? come on now. I, I, I don't do this for free now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you ain't got nothing to say? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, please check out the mask. It is on all platforms it's on spotify it's on apple music it's on itunes it's on google play it's on title it's in all the places um please follow me on social media at cindy rain c-i-n-d-y-r-a-i-n-n-e on instagram facebook twitter all the places um and look out for my next couple of music videos. I'll be releasing two music videos this year, one for mm. Hell No and one for Where It Ends. It's both both of your favorite songs. Listen. They will have videos this year. So be on the lookout for that. And you know, feel free to reach out and connect anytime mm. on social media. Hell no caught me right in the beginning. You said something like, Oh, don't think I'm gonna show up for free or something. Mm. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> that speaks to me. That is the entrepreneur's <laughs> Anthem mm-hmm. and the artist anthem. Ain't nothing free out here. People be sleep. We ain't doing that. <laughs> but you know what you forgot to tell them? Irresistible Mia is out now. The video. Yes. It, check yes, that out on YouTube. Come Mia on now. Video is on Look at these views. Check like, what we doing yes. out here? <laughs> Yo, that's five dollars. I'm charging. Nah. But nah, for sure, guys. Make sure you guys check out the Master EP. I don't. You know, I don't play these games. I vouch for things I actually listen to. Listen to. Talented. Flows well. Five songs, listen to it. It's all phenomenal. Check out the Irresistible Me video on YouTube. Follow her all over social media, Cindy Rain. Spell it again because everybody who listens to this podcast, they ain't the brightest. I love them, but <laughs> they ain't the brightest. C-I-N-D-Y-R-A-I-N-N-E. All right, that's Cindy Rain, guys. Make sure you check that out. As always, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast, man. Please make sure you guys rate, share, subscribe, all of that fancy stuff I tell you every single week. We got mm-hmm. the full-length episodes on YouTube, uh, IGTV, cutting up clips on Instagram. Kev working hard out here to do this for you guys. <laughs> so make sure y'all you know, support those and show Kev love because I ain't doing it. Kev doing it. <laughs> um, as always, guys, stay tuned. This is Cooling Out. Thanks again for coming. Thanks for having me. This is fun. It was cool. cool. You know we do what we do. (laughs) You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We cooling out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We cooling out. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 